Hi. Hello. Uh, it's it's funny that actually I just thought of this. Like, I just left a comment in the chat because I'm watching along on my own phone. Mm -hmm. But I also had the thought that it may look like this isn't actually live. No, okay. that this is like pre-recorded, and that. Well, the next one will be. That's true. The next one will be. And why is that? Uh, because we're moving in together. We are moving in together. We're moving, you guys. I know. I'm really excited. Oh, and, this, and the space will have a spare bedroom because like right now I'm doing it in my bedroom and so we'll actually right. be able to like make it look professional which is going to coincide with me I'm going to relaunch the whole thing so yeah. it's like I'm going to um, we'll, I like the graphics we have we'll probably like fuck with them a little we'll bit we'll mess with them yeah uh, the video I'm going to redo the song like mm -hmm. it's going to be and I'm also going to finally man up and start editing things so then we can probably grow like help, hopefully grow an audience finally Cheers, Damn. By the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cheers. I haven't even taken a little sippy. Cheers to uh, bone love for eternity. Bone love for eternity, everybody. You heard it here first. That is the toast that we just made. We hope you're drinking along with us. For every time we say, I don't know. Let's pick a word. Meatball. Every time we say meatball, take ten shots. Mm-hmm. And you'll die. And you'll die. That's. That's <laughs> but the fruit we do not away. take liability for that. But yeah, I'm so excited. So well, I'm moving. In order to listen to this podcast, you have to sign a waiver. That's that's true. Yeah, or else you like will be responsible for your ears bleeding. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, your ears bleeding, or your or, or your you getting clinical depression. Yeah, clinical depression or your cirrhosis <laughs> of your liver. Um, but yeah, um, so uh, it's it's super exciting. Mm -hmm. um, we've been together three and a half years now. So like. And like you know, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever said it on here. It's possible I have. It would make sense. It would be on brand if I did. But like, uh, we should have. We were probably. We were like pretty close to doing it before the pandemic hit. Yeah. And then it just fucked us. Yeah. And then we found a opportunity through which we could do it. Uh, exactly. Through means that are financially uh, responsible. So. Yes, exactly. It's a miracle that this place just like or just randomly we got it. I'm so excited to have like a space for this like oh, me too yeah dude. so next time you see us live we'll be in a different place i'm just hoping that we can put enough like that's why i gave the tentative date of the sixth and if it's not the sixth so like we, we we're gonna do like on the 23rd we'll uh we'll air there's a video like there's the, there's audio of our first episode but the video i made private just because mm -hmm. um it's like we only had one camera, and like I don't think we had lighting yet. We had nothing. Yeah, just so, my singular camera, my Canon T3i yeah. from 2013. So it's ugly, but I I think it'd be interesting for you guys to hear us, because most of you that are listening are not from the beginning. Yeah, for yeah, almost everybody. Because you're just trying I to think everybody. We're trying to pitch it to our friends, and then as time went on, we're like, oh, we're glad our friends don't listen to this. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so um, so on the 23rd we'll premiere the. The lost episode. The lost episode. Episode and, uh, one. We'll uh, we'll be doing stuff, but I, I might check in while it's going on or something and say hi. Yeah. Or whatever. It it'll be easy to drop in the chat mm -hmm. very easily. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be we'll be premiering that. Like we we did a premiere a while back, and it it's still like a countdown. It's still sort of like a like a live thing. There will still be a live chat. So mm -hmm. you can still follow along, but uh, it'll just have a premiere instead of a, an actual live stream. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll be interesting for you guys to see that uh, most of the worldviews we hold were the same even one year into the Trump presidency. Isn't that fucking crazy? And that kind of actually segues me into Tulsi Gabbard. Let's do it. Let's get it. So the world is uh, mad mad at mommy. Uh, uh, and they, yeah, they're big mad. I don't. Th okay. So first of all, 
Um, what they're mad mad about about with her? <laughs> you keep saying that. Uh, is that she put out this bill to make sure that Title Nine, which is which the Obama administration actually expanded into something that goes way beyond just women's athletics, but her focus was on women's athletics. Like now, this is why like Mattress Girl could exist, where the men the man got like totally pilloried because he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, like, of course. It's expanded into dumb shit, but like let's just her focus is on the sports element, and. I want to be very clear because like a lot of people I know and like or don't know in respect have had the stupidest fucking takes on this. And not not to mention, <laughs> like, so I've known about Tulsi Gabbard since 2016 or so. right? Yeah. Uh, didn't think that she would actually pull the trigger and run for president. But I've known who she was pr- since like I knew who she was when Bernie got fucked and she would not like she would not she get didn't behind concede. It. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, that's when I paid attention to her of, like, okay, this is somebody with integrity more so than he had at the time. But, like, I I kind of maybe got it at the time of why he would do it, um, why he would, like, just let it go or whatever. But she really stood firm on it. And in 2017, she felt the same way mm-hmm. about about, like, it's not about trans people. It's about male to female individuals that are trans that choose to compete with biological females. It's not fair. It's not. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy to me is like people that listen to this thing with us that have been following us for quite some time. Maybe you just missed the, like the 10 other episodes where I mentioned this is fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and and okay. (laughs) Like, and so like I saw some takes on Twitter that were like, um, well, you know, if, if they take puberty blockers, which is another issue I have, I have a big issue with children taking puberty blockers if they declare they're trans before secondary sex characteristics characteristics are present. Watch our James Younger video. This is probably like over about a year and a half ago where they were like, I will fight and die for trans rights. But is it possible that some special interest groups will get excessive? Is that possible? (laughs) Is it possible? Certainly. Where progress can become regress. Like, and so why is it that Tulsi Gabbard's thing doesn't focus on female to male athletes? Because those people lose at every metric they compete in in sports. And why? Because Because there's a fundamental difference between being biologically male and biologically female. Absolutely. And like, what's amazing to me, like, we're the party, (laughs) we're the party of science, right? Like, I I am, I am so much in... I'm so much into science that I think you have a brain abnormality that makes your life super fucking difficult. And I have empathy for these for these people. But you are not biologically the gender that you pick to be that like that. That is not true. Like of your like of how you're treated medically, like like, you know, a biological male doesn't get uterine cancer. Okay, Mm -hmm. like we need to be adults. We have to be fucking adults here. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm sure there are. male to female athletes who are kind of mid-tier competitive. But I've seen enough examples of fucking monsters just crushing women, like biological women in sports. And so like in Tulsi Gabbard's point, if you watch her nine minute video and everybody who is actually upset about this never would, where she's like, I got opportunities for scholarships because I was competitive in sports. Mm -hmm. And so like, women need this opportunity to to get ahead in in college in life and and teamwork all these kinds of things and so like 
you know, like every every story that gets publicized where a, a, a trans person does wade into this field, they win every event. So like, mm -hmm. you know, like there was a track star like where it's like, the, like, you know, you see the women and, you know, they're they're women. And then you see this male to female uh, black individual who just is like a foot ahead of them and just crushing them in track like mm -hmm. like and just and also too like that one was actually a great example because it just looked like a man body with like long hair you, you know and so it's like you could just physically see the the problem here and so i don't get why this is this is so offensive mm -hmm. to people I, I i don't understand it well it's it's regress because this is what it was like in basically the the 70s which is actually dr drew has recently talked about this where like kids were raised to believe that there was absolutely no difference between men and women yeah absolutely there is and they also were raised to believe that children should be talked to as if they are adults even about sex and, and absolutely other they should things. not exactly yeah. so like the 70s were a really strange time for upbringing um and we're kind of repeating that or we're wanting to repeat well that. the parents like that are raising extreme... the parents that raised us are like uh of that era like my, my i'm, I'm mm -hmm. a little older so my parents are, are from an earlier time like the 60s yeah. are more of their generation but but like your parents would be late 70s 80s was kind of like their, yeah. their their prime of whatever so it's like we're kind of talking about like elder gen x or like or young baby boomers kind yeah. of the people who mm -hmm. like are raising us and just like put these fucking bad ideas into our head where we can't we, we i mean guys look at these fucking pictures like it's it's so obvious there is a physical advantage like men on average are way taller like yeah like and like there's nothing about puberty blockers that will stop that from happening like, mm -hmm. the, like there is no way around this like and what we're gonna get into this thing where I'm, I want to just go over like some of the bills that Tulsi Gabbard does because like when this came out I thought like okay we'll, we'll read the whole bill and like try to educate the people that may be listening to this that are like upset about it and then I was reading it and I'm like it's super straightforward yeah. it's just it's just this but I realized what she does is she just fucking writes a ton of fucking bills yeah that's what i was unaware of so i thought that this was the only bill that she was introducing this and the the marijuana one she's got a ton she's got a ton but i didn't realize and i thought like come on tulsi just focus your efforts on something else but it turns out she has a very broad uh a very wide focus and that she's launched a ton of bills and not just this trans one right and with the, with this trans one in particular and this is like what many of her bills does is like in the last six months, how many times has she? How many times has she put out a bill where she started trending on Twitter? Every single time she does ne it. Nearly, right? Yeah. Like it's 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 more often than not, and and it's like, so like take like this issue in particular. It was made clear to me by Shoe on Head and and people who listen to this podcast that this is a conversation that is not allowed to be had, about like maybe people that listen to this podcast you know maybe maybe <laughs> not you guys in the chat no no naturally yeah maybe, not you guys maybe biological males might have a dis like or might have an advantage over biological females like regardless of like and, and maybe their 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 psychological condition and to be clear uh do i think that being gay is something that happens in the brain that is like a like a quote-unquote defect in terms of like the biological imperative yeah mm -hmm. so like people are like well did you 
you know, gay used to be a mental illness. Well, it kind of it kind of is. It, it it, is. It's a mental it, abnormality. Exactly. Like, it abnormality. Makes, it makes yeah. no biological sense. Like as is gender dysphoria. So like I believe this exists. Yeah. But well, it doesn't make biological sense. But we've talked about it in the past before, where it's like it serves a purpose mm-hmm. in in the community, in in like the the gene pool to like slow down population growth to like all of these things. It do, it still does serve a purpose to be gay. Well, and the cult the cultures not it like, doesn't biologically make a whole lot of sense, but it's still like has a it still dictates and it, it happens naturally for that reason and cultures that were like socially more advanced in some ways mm-hmm. actually did understand the utility of people like us which yes. was they're not the hunter and gatherers but if someone comes and invades our village they'll stay back with the women and like fight them off and protect them yeah because men are <laughs> they have a physical advantage right yeah, yeah. and so it's like i, I yeah. just i i don't get this thing of like we say that and i'm like a five foot eight wafy twink but men have the physical advantage sweetheart <laughs> but like, like you you with a five foot eight female who is your build who would stand a better chance i mean statistics would say that i would you you you, you would like yeah. you would and so i just i just don't understand how we've gotten to this point to where it's like why are we not allowed to talk about this or just like mm-hmm. and like and that's my point about her her doing all these bills is like this conversation needs to be had like desperately mm-hmm. a- and like a-, a lot a lot of what the trans community is doing like and i know that the pandemic and the fucking like george floyd all this shit has like made this like cultural stuff less important but this is the shit and we've been talking about for years so mm-hmm. like if you found us like i guess somehow you missed these people missed the episodes in which i've talked about this like ad nauseum about like and because like me being against identity politics is because 10 years ago, nearly, I was getting called a fucking transphobe for asking reasonable questions about trans people by white straight people. Yeah, of course. And they are the ones that are like calling Tulsi a fucking transphobe now. And they're the ones that got Steve banned on on Twitter. Right, which we should talk about yeah, as we, well. I think Steve actually mentioned that he... He said we can talk. Yes. About it yeah. yeah. I, I, I was already planning on it, but fortunately he, he gave me the go ahead anyway. Steve got a seven day <laughs> suspension on Twitter, <laughs> which I actually, you know, it, it's no it's no disrespect to him or his content, but I was actually surprised it took this long. Yeah. Steve, who we've had on our show twice now. Um, he <laughs> Steve Cox. He got. Yeah. He got a seven day suspension for calling somebody a honky cracker, which is hilarious to me. Yes. Like and and so Steve, I think Steve learned. You know, the first hand, the two times we've had Steve on this particular thing was a big focus of what I was talking to him about. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to think of like how to. Well, we warned him about identity politics stuff and how and like we also had an episode about cultivating an audience that doesn't really like you. Mm -hmm. They just like a like one thing that you say. Yes. Right. And so, like, I think for Steve, when George Floyd happened he attracted a lot of white, well-meaning, but ignorant progressives. <laughs> and and it grew his audience. And, I, and yeah. in fairness to him, like it was a worthwhile cause to be vocal about. But I think he learned the hard way that these people will turn on you so fucking fast. Oh, yeah. Because quick. they don't like you. They like that take you had. We had a whole episode, I think, talking about this. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was with him, but we definitely talked it about it with him. It's just like, if you, yeah, cultivating an audience, particularly on the left, uh, people like like Vosh or like, 
I think Shu is a little different because she's she has a pretty diverse diverse thinking audience. But she has worms in her brain. She right does. Now. She has like she won't stop. She it's has like in acute, the last month. acute worms in her brain. Yeah, acute. Um, the thing is, like people like like Vosh and like Hasanabi, mm-hmm. like these people, like yeah, they sound like super smart and they get this huge audience. But the minute they say something that could be even remotely perceived as racist, transphobic, as they're canceled completely. Our whole audience turns on them. I think this what, happened to Shane Dawson like fifteen times. Oh, of course. And well, I mean, and I think that like his his like and, and his, he's actually a great example because the mm. reason why his audience turns on him all the time is because he's pretending to be the like nice guy. Mm. It's like what happened to like Ellen, even though she's a total like she's Satan. But like it's still the same thing of like people like. Average people will turn on you if you pretend to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. You know. Also, this recently happened to Jenna Marbles. She's completely off the internet now because of it. I don't it. blame her. So, like, it happened to her. So, she's been canceled many, many times. But, like, uh, over, like, old videos she had. She did a video where she pre- pretended to be Nicki Minaj, but she didn't do blackface. She's just had, like, a really dark self-tanner that she always wore in every single video. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing a pink wig. She did a Nicki Minaj cosplay or whatever and got, like in big trouble for that didn't say any big words or anything like and, that and it was probably all white people and then like one super effeminate black gay twink that was probably the like and then that was a validation through which they could be yeah. like oh cancel cancel her bitch yeah and then another thing she did like a, a a music video called like i forget what it was bounce bounce on that dick or something like that and she like she there's a line in the song where she's she says something like ching chong and like rhymes it with King Kong, let me see your ding dong or something like that. Yeah. Ridiculous and who stupid, cares? but it was like 2008. So who gives a fuck? Right. She's like all oiled up. Her tits are out. It's like, this was who she was back then. She was kind of like the sexy shock figure. Right. Uh, She's not really anymore. She wasn't for like a little while. And then these old videos, which were privated, like she didn't have them up anymore, but resurfaced. People... Somebody saved them, resurfaced them, was like, hey, your fave is problematic, and she got canceled. And so and... her whole audience like turned on her, and then, not her whole audience, but like a big part of it, enough to make her feel as though she wasn't wanted anymore, and now she's off the internet. And I think that like really all it takes is like when you're building an audience, being like, I will never apologize, never. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I, because like I'm not, I, I only apologize to individuals that I speak to where I directly hurt their feelings and I care. Like, yeah. like people who just listen to what you're saying, I don't have, I don't, I know you all pretty well, but I don't know you personally. So it's like, I don't have control over you feeling emotional about the things that I say. It's mm-hmm. impossible. So just, but the, like, I'm sure she apologized. I'm sure she did. She did. Yeah. yeah. And it's a mis- just well, the thing. Well, the thing is, she referenced all the previous times she had apologized for it. And then she left the Internet. It wasn't like, I am so sorry for what I did. It's like, no, I've already said I'm sorry for these things. Shane Dawson, I think, did the same thing. But like still, she felt like cornered enough where she was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to retire. Yeah, I think I think if she I think the difference is that like she wasn't looking to like rehab her career, you know. Right. And so like that's. That's, I guess, admirable in a way. What does she do? Like, how does she make money now? What does she do? Uh, that's all she was doing. She was doing YouTube and her podcast, which, like, granted, were very lucrative for her. Right. Like, millions of views. Each She's probably like, taking a couple years off views. and yeah, then yeah, come back. for sure. Yeah. She could easily... I'm sure she bought her house in cash. Mm-hmm. Like... She's not paying rent. I'm sure she has plenty of money saved. She's... I think she's fine. You know what's crazy, too? Like, the, peop- the people that, like, claim to be, like, self-styled progressives, like, I... 
I gotta be honest, guys. Like, I, I don't think because Shu was like I, I showed you Shu, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You so me so like I found her because there were no people like me who were progressive shitting on the excesses of feminism. Like mm -hmm. it was just like it got like and I'm, I'm gay, so I have no stakes in this. But I was watching mostly online women just they were granted some power and they just abused the fuck out of it. Mm -hmm. So like to have a progressive girl call that out was so refreshing. So like, that's yeah. how I found her was like, and it started in Gamergate. Like that's Chris Reagan, her, uh, Count Dankula, like all these people kind of came yeah. out of that thing. And like, they are, she's the only one that I really stuck with, you know? People like Vosh were just, they would have been Gamergate people. And like, I don't <laughs> yeah. get why she doesn't realize this, of like, this guy is not, he like, I think he's smart. I think he's well-spoken. I think he's good at hosting the show that he does. But he he doesn't have principles or morals, or he thinks he does. But they, like, to, to someone like Vosh, anybody that doesn't align with a hundred percent of what he believes in is the enemy. Yeah. So like, I, if you've ever watched any of his streams, he's like spending half the time banning people. And like, it's, it's not even it's, doing, not even man? it's not even just that. Like, I mean, you know, for example, like, you know, I don't I don't agree with Steve on everything, mm -hmm. but like, we could do a three hour interview with him where he, we didn't leave it not being friends. Exactly. And like, yeah. you know, so I, I know to a lot of people that have listened to us or just in general, like Michael Tracy's a controversial figure. But I like Michael Tracy because he was honest about Russiagate, right? Mm -hmm. Honest about Russiagate and like as he's being super honest now about this Trump lawsuit shenanigans thing because he views it to be the same way even though the media isn't pretending that it matters at all because it's like the media is covering the Trump thing like they should have covered Russiagate. Mm -hmm. But so Michael Tracy like you know, he had some kind of objections about the protests and like just went to different states and filmed it and talked to people who participated and business owners more than Vosh ever did. Yeah. And then Vosh said to have him on because everyone's like, debate Vosh, debate Vosh. I've not seen a, a debate with him that's in good faith. It's mm -hmm. all like, so Michael Tracy comes on and it's like, oh, nice to see you. Do you know you're a fucking asshole? And it was like, Michael's like, Whoa. what the fuck? Like, and he does this every time where it's like he, and I think, he just he fucking sucks like these please if you're progressive abandon these people like they they are they they are the kind of people that like if if the nazis invaded they would be like well zeke heil motherfucker like i'm i'm in on this like their morals are so yeah. flimsy and so and again the people who get canceled like if we had any notoriety like all like there are tons of me doing chinese accent i mean you could find so many <laughs> things like whoa to, to, to cancel me over but it's like the kind of thing of yeah. like I won't stop being that person because people are mad at me. It won't happen. I can't not be me. What you hear like talking to you right now is how I talk all the time. Yeah. And I've made your friends super uncomfortable and mine too. <laughs> I can't not be this person. It's impossible. Like, it's but, so entertaining. But I'm also an entertainer. Like I've, I, I, mm -hmm. like long before I ever did this and why I started it was because I just was not like performing anymore. So I'm like, I need another venue to do this. Mm -hmm. And so like, but because I'm performing with my words, I can't, like with music, you can't be dishonest. If you're dishonest, people can tell you're acting. Yeah. You know, and, and like, and music is raw, you know? It's not like acting a role. It's it's different. It's a different kind of thing. So people like Vosh, he believes it, but I think his foundation is fucking flimsy if the tides turn on him it, they, and they will and they quickly. will i've said this to many people recently he, he recently is, within the there's last like five months, clips I mean. of him that 
are way worse than anything I've ever said. Yes. And and, and it, he got around it. I don't know how, but anyway, I'm sorry. But eventually his whole audience will turn on him or a large enough portion will turn on him to the point where he has to severely apologize and he'll never have the same uh, impact. So it, it's going to happen to him. It's going to happen to any progressive because people are not perfect, but sometimes they are... I guess what I mean to say is like sometimes they hold opinions that you may not find favorable, but we have to. And that's okay. Yeah, we have to respect that there's an an allowed diversity of thought and that, in this community. That gets me back to the Tulsi thing because I I want to look to, I, because so okay so you saw this 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 thing right mm -hmm. and to be totally transparent to the people that like may not have listened to us since the beginning. She stood for this Title IX thing three years ago, and I supported it three years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I think I made it very clear in the front. Like, like male to females in sports with women, biological women, is a fucking problem. Puberty mm -hmm. blockers are a fucking problem. Like, like, people declaring they're trans before secondary sex characteristics are present is a fucking problem mm -hmm. to me. So if that's not been clear to you now, I don't know. Do I have to say it, like, every time? Because, like, because... Like there, there is a fucking problem in this community. Like because conversation is not allowed to be had, it, like, yeah, it will, without getting in trouble. And so, like, let's just go through her her bills. Yeah, I'm glad we can look at this because this is she great. she is interesting because like there are some things that are kind of what would be viewed to be as reactionary right, but mostly left. And so, like, if you're a progressive, you should support at least sixty five like sixty five to seventy percent of the bill she writes. Yes. And and like and so like to throw the baby out with the bathwater, where she introduces this one thing and mommy's dead to you. It's like get the fuck out of here. Like yeah. what are you doing? So all right, the first result, you guys, repeal the Patriot Act and the FISA amendments of of two thousand eight, and for other purposes. Uh, imagine that repealing the Patriot Act. That's something we all stand for. Right. Exactly. That is the most progressive thing I've seen. Privacy. Right. Imagine and, having that back. And. I, I don't know if you guys knew, but like Trump suspended the Patriot Act. Yeah. But we know Uncle Joe Biden, who wrote it, is going, to, going to reinstate. Make a very sure. fun new version of it. Yeah. Um, so let's see, HR eight six I think this is the one oh no, this is this is different. Here we go. Incentivize uh, a bill to incentivize affordable and transit oriented development. Wow. Right. So you know, progressive, progressive, okay. To modify the low income housing credit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, that's a progressive thing to the third one. Let's see um, to recommend certain projects in remote coastal and small watersheds and for other purposes to, to to authorize the secretary of the army acting through the chief of engineers to do that. That's great. I mean, I, I remote like, coastal and small watersheds water. I, I, yeah. So that that one's kind of so that actually is probably more of a right wing thing. Is right? it really? Yeah, because I think that like what that that one's essentially saying is that like we need military on the water, right? And so like and building like military infrastructure like on the water. Oh. And okay. she's not like, I misunderstood. Despite her like she's anti-conflict, but she's not totally anti-military. Like which is kind of mm -hmm. I think maybe something it's something that I had to kind of like a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. I think she may be like anti-foreign intervention. Yes, that's like, what it is. Things that we are not involved in, we just should not touch. And reducing the budget, but still not letting it not exist. Like yeah, that's yeah. kind of her. Having like a national defense. Reasonable, right? She's in the National Guard. So it's like, it makes sense right. that she would want, she would want that. So let's see here. 
Uh, so this is a right-wing one. one. All right, the you ready? The next one is to amend Title 18 United States Code to protect pain-capable unborn children and for other purposes. So this is the late, abortion like Late-term abortion. Late-term like abortion, about. and if the child survives the abortion, that they should not be... In pain. Uh, in pain, yeah, yeah. Which... And I, that they should be revived. To be clear, they live. I'm pro-choice, but I mm -hmm. find late-term abortion, if it doesn't... If it's not going to kill the mother, to be repugnant. Well, let's let's be honest. Like late-term abortion is like so uncommon. It's not common enough for it to even really be a huge talking point. But it happens to the point where like these are lives that need to be accounted for. Mm -hmm. um, like a late-term abortion and the child survives the abortion. Yeah, like don't don't kill the child after it survives the abortion. Exactly. That's like what that bill is. Right. Which that doesn't sound right-wing to me. That just sounds like reasonable. That just sounds, yeah, reasonable. Right. It just sounds like, uh, yeah, but don't. But to the progressives that hate her for this this Title IX thing, that's right wing. Of so, course, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get this one here. The next one. To direct the Secretary of Health and Human Services, acting through the director of the CDC, uh, to establish a standardized procedure for all states to submit weekly reports on hospital policies and metrics related to the response to COVID-19. Right, so right. it makes sense during hospitals what's going on. have to tell you what have to tell the government what they're doing as they're responding to COVID nineteen. So keep in mind, the one that everyone's mad about is number six. Uh, like she, so remember, remember the argument about like why now, Tulsi? Why now? Like there's more important shit to be focusing on right now. Yeah. So this one about COVID was newer mm -hmm. than the one about Title Nine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's read the Title Nine one. Title and, Nine. Yeah. To provide that for purposes of determining compliance with Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972 in athletics, sex shall be determined on the basis of biological sex as determined at birth by a physician. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. That, that title means like that's just the most straightforward. So title. when I was looking through this, this is this is interesting because she's done two abortion things now. So here's the next one. Yeah. To amend Title 18 United States Code to ensure a healthcare practitioner exercises the proper degree of care in the case of a child who survives an abortion or attempted abortion. So that's what I was referring to. Sorry, Reason. I didn't know there were two separate bills. And good. Yeah. You should. Mm -hmm. Imagine, imagine like something that comes out and survives it and you kill, you kill it. I mean, it's just right. like, or let it die. I mean, it's, it, that, that's, that is like, like, look, guys, I, I am, I am not a believer in Jesus or like any like deity that is dictated uh, by in the last 2000 years. Like it's not what I like, but I do believe I'm, I'm against the death penalty and I'm against killing things that are alive, but, and I don't have the ego to pretend that I know when life starts or stops, mm -hmm. but like drugs, I think that like, yeah, if you legalize all drugs, people will like, some people will end up doing drugs that wouldn't have done them before, like hard drugs. But I think it's a, it's better for the greater good to allow people to have this choice, mm -hmm. right? Similar to abortion. I think it's atrocious. Like I, 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 I think, but I think that it's an option that people should be allowed to exercise if they want. Because if they don't have it, like drugs, they'll get arrested, die. People like their friends, if they're overdosing, they can't call the fucking cops because yeah. they'll get arrested. And with abortion, my dad was an RA, RA at Berkeley, um, and he had to literally carry a woman to the hospital who tried to give herself an abortion with a coat hanger Jesus because it wasn't Christ. legal there. So that is what happens when you restrict. Like with any prohibition of anything, it just doesn't go well. Humans will do what they have mm -hmm. to do. And it, it and if you don't have a sterile medical environment to do these yeah. things, it gets really fucking dark. Yeah. Prohibiting abortions. This is the common thing that that people say, like progressives say it's like, but it's true. Like 
prohibiting a- abortions does not reduce the number of abortions. It just increases the number of unsafe abortions. Yep. Exactly. So let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. Yeah. But of course, let there be metrics through which it can happen. Sure. Like, yeah. Like what Tulsi's. And like, could, could, could we be any more objective as two gay men on, on this particular issue? <laughs> right. It's like, because I want to have children mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. but it's hard and expensive. Yeah. It'll be really fucking expensive. Yeah. So I probably can't until I've thought about it way more than most 22 year olds farting out a fucking kid they don't really want. <laughs> exactly. So like, yeah. Like, I also find us to be very lucky though that we're able to choose and sure. decide when we're ready to do it. I just it. hope that just the money thing is like Of course. But of course, well, course. but anyway, just like cuz there's actually some things she's written recently that are about that. Uh, the next one to amend the Communications Act of 1934 to limit interactive computer service immunity. So ba- like that that's about um like internet bill of rights essentially. So it's like Got it. Yeah. So like it's it's about that like like free speech on the internet speech, should apply to privacy. companies which directly affected her so she's got a bunch about that of course yeah is that the one that's that's there's another that's maybe she's got about, like, like tech 10. companies she's yeah, got like yeah. 10 about that yeah um dalrys okay. hello welcome hello dalrys we dalrys and i connected on instagram did finally. you cool. yeah yeah i just wasn't aware that it was dalrys so i was like oh really hey what's up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we're just going through tulsi gabbard's record here because everyone's mad about her for apparently being a transphobe even though it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> okay so so to amend the agricultural research extension and education reform act of 98 with respect to grants for certain area-wide integrated pest management projects and for other purposes I don't know. Agriculture. I don't know any of that shit. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to. Next one, to award Congressional Gold Medal to the Freedom Riders collectively in recognition of their unique contribution to civil rights, which inspired a revolutionary movement for equality and interstate travel. All right, let's just keep Yeah, rolling. the Freedom Riders were the people who rode buses from state yep. to state during the civil rights movement. Let's keep rolling. Great. Let's give them a fucking gold medal. Absolutely, we should. Uh, to amend Title 18, United States Code, to provide that offenses committed on the basis of political affiliation constitute hate crimes and for other purposes. Right. So, like, vi- violence, if you, like, so if you, like, do, like, uh, if you commit violence based on your political ideology, which is essentially domestic terrorism, it should be mm-hmm. a fucking problem. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Uh, yeah, and that goes both ways. If a MAGA person beats me to a fucking pulp, I want them to be uh like charged for a hate crime right. and same with the other if antifa beats me to a pulp i want them to be charged of course for hate naturally <laughs> and so this one's about energy i it's not very interesting so we can just move on. don't push my buttons right back. that's yeah. cute um ensuring survivors benefits during covid19 act of 2020 so um it's a veteran thing yeah, yeah it is. veterans yep mm-hmm. okay to protect our veterans during covid yeah to amend the Alice Spotted Bear and Walter Sobolev Commission on Native Children Act to extend the deadline for a report by the Alice Spotted Bear and Walter Sobolev Commission on Native Children and for other purposes. I don't even... So this is a natural resource committee problem? Yeah, so it's it's about... It's about, uh, like, it's about animals and Native American. I mean, like... Yeah. Uh, my point is, like, she she's the progressive you want, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Like, don't you fucking get it? Like... <laughs> So uh, the Perry, next one, dude. Uh, oh yeah. Hang on. Perry says integrated pest management is good. Helps reduce pesticide use. There you go. Progressive. Fucking progressive. progressive. Yeah. Okay. So like let's the next one is very important. Pr- protect brave whistleblowers act of 2020. Protect people who it, disclose to zero co-sponsors. That is insane. Uh, protect people who are brave enough to disclose to the United States population that their government is fucking them. Wow. Yeah, protect them. 
that's why we want to fucking pardon Assange and like all of these people who and Snowden and like people who have our best interest in mind may cause a slight panic, but like it's 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 important that these people are protected. Uh, what's the, what are we looking at? That one. Election Fraud Prevention Act. So that one would have made people very angry because yeah, it yeah, was yeah. kind of in line with the Trump thing. Yeah. But as again, I have said on this podcast, I don't find Trump's thing to be anything other than petty. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously, we have not had a mail-in voting thing like this since the 1800s. Yeah. So isn't it important to know if, like, to investigate if ballot harvesting is a thing that's a problem or that votes can be altered or these dominion machines like i don't really care that anybody isn't looking at this because i would like to know too yeah like, because i think that mail-in voting because in lieu of us being able to vote on the internet uh because they won't allow that to happen even though i can fucking get my tax returns on the irs website literally securely yeah. mail-in voting is the next best option so i would like to know if it's secure I'd like to know. Yeah, so of course. I was fine with that. Didn't bother me at all. The next one is not one written by or not directly sponsored by by um, Tulsi, but it, she's a co-sponsor. There's 187 co-sponsors on this one. It's the I Am Vanessa Guillen Act, who we've talked about before, who was murdered on uh, Fort Hood. Yep. Uh, and since then, they found like many other bodies in Fort Hood, which yep. I'm sure this is just like a, a fort accountability. And who bill. was who was the most most visible person during that time period on Twitter and like in, in Oh, Tulsi was talking about this nonstop. Okay, let's just, let's just keep moving then yeah. we'll move on. But <laughs> uh let's see. I'm beating my point into the fucking dirt well, right keeps, now. But. I want to find more that she's um Uh yeah. So uh so oh, wait, actually I want to talk about the hemp one. Yeah. Because uh, hemp has been fucking banned for so long, and it's like the miracle fiber. And and hemp was banned, if you guys don't know, by uh, the uh, the Hearst, like the, the newspaper magnet, because mm-hmm. it would have cost him more money to print his newspapers on hemp than it would have been on, on paper. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's literally why hemp's illegal. <laughs> so, hemp and hemp-derived CBD Consumer Protection and Market Stabilization Act of 2020. She's a co-sponsor of this one, uh, along with 26 other people. Uh, this... That is something like if we completely decriminalized like growing of hemp, imagine like we would save so much uh, water. We would save energy. Uh, hemp grows on such little water. And correct me if I'm wrong, Perry, but it is like one of the it, most it, it's, sustainable. It's, it's, yes, it is most a most sustainable. Pr- it like, is, it isn't, a, it isn't. It's a desert crop. Like it doesn't like mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't take it, it's it. It's super abundant. It's not super thirsty. Like it, it's not it's it's it. Mm-hmm. It is a much more efficient source than cotton. Actually, exactly. We can make cotton like garments and cotton is also like a miracle fiber, but it's still way more expensive and it takes way more water than hemp. So like hemp would give us. Like the shirt you're wearing could be made of hemp if we mm-hmm. wanted it. To be. Yeah, and it would feel and exactly it would look, the same. It would look exactly the same. It's a natural fiber. It's what we. It's like, it's amazing that we've completely just disregarded it. Like when we first founded this country, that's what they were growing. They were growing hemp. Right. Well, and and Jefferson talked about it a lot. I mean, like this is like yeah. is founding crops. So like I'm just gonna read the titles and then you guys can just okay. Yes. Yeah, uh. So Federal Reserve Sunshine Act. It's to like literally. Because the Federal Reserve is not a government agency, but they control our money. Yes. I would like to get some sunshine on that shit. Right? Yes. Progressive. Uh, stop the Censorship Act. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, stop censoring it. Uh, yeah. Progressive, maybe libertarian. Fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Barrel Equality Act for Guards and Reserves Act. Uh, like, caring about veterans. Progressive. COVID-19 Data Transparency Act. 
I would like to know about that. Yeah, the I internet, want the data. The internet being open and 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 transparent is a progressive thing. Uh, a coronavirus economic relief program for Transportation Services Act. Um, like so, what that was about was like paying transportation, like not laying off transportation workers uh, during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, it has 270 co-sponsors, so that will probably go through. <laughs> well, but this is the thing I want you guys to notice. It's introduced, 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 introduced. Nothing gets past anything. Ever. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, okay, so like uh, 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 Flexible Financing for Rural America Act, which is uh, which is about like uh, uh, farmers who choose like, – like I did go through this stuff and actually like – Farmers who choose to buy property to farm, which feeds us Mm -hmm. uh, to make their interest rates lower for if they choose to buy property. Mm -hmm. Progressive. Okay. Uh, Emancipation Statue uh, Removal Act. Uh, Yeah. So um, uh, removing, uh, you know, statues that are uh, like the ones that were erected. Confederate statues? The ones that were erected in 1960 to just fuck with black people. I mean, like those. Um, Equitable Payments for Nursing Facilities Act. Okay. Like... uh, Money Mule Awareness Act. I don't know what that one is. Uh, home investment part. Like, a, let me get. There's one that I wanted to get to actually. Um, uh, the COVID-19 Hospital and Health Provider for, uh, Loan Forgiveness Act. Uh, Taxpayer Research and Coronavirus Knowledge Act of 2020. Yeah. Coronavirus. So the people who were giving the take of why now, Tulsi, you've not been paying attention. Yeah. To what she's been doing for months and like yeah, she's exactly, fought. She's exactly. fought for like higher unemployment payments during mm-hmm. all this. Like she. She's a fucking. I mean, she yeah. she is who you want. I, I don't yeah. get why people like are so wormy about this. Like, let's uh, let's do a little segue. Um, let's talk about the stimulus checks or the unemployment benefits because it seems like it's going to be one or the other. Uh, yeah, I, I think they'll both come together, but it's hilarious. So, the Pelosi's a fucking joke, right? Yes. Like, and everyone wants to blame Mitch McConnell. Yeah, I know, I know. But she had the opportunity to have a negotiating ability to get past something that was at like in the 1.8 trillion range, and because, as in her own words, she didn't want Donald Trump to have checks with his name on it, yeah. and like something that could potentially help him bolster some support to win the election, yeah, even though yeah. I think that you had the whole apparatus working against him, so like the media apparatus working against him, through which the pandemic would have killed him either way. Um, <laughs> you stopped aid getting to over 30 million Americans now mm-hmm. uh, for your own ego and for your party of people who are worth at least $2 million at the minimum. Yeah. So like that's what you cared about, uh, Nancy Pelosi. And now what we have is a bill that she's now accepting and actually talking to them about what she refused to do while Trump was like might have been the incumbent president that might have won uh, where the best offer they have right now that go to American people, no matter how many billions of dollars you see is $600 in a stimulus check. If that goes through the total amount of money, the government will have given you by the end of this pandemic is $1,800. How much would you have made if you were still working for the last nine to ten months, and how does eighteen hundred dollars compare to it? The government being being like, yeah, here's your money, here's eighteen hundred dollars for because ten months. Because none of these people know what it costs to live anymore. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. The people who are content with eighteen hundred dollars total from the government 
are the pajama class. Yes, pajama class. They are the pajama class. Who coined that? Uh, that some, is that some, is no genius. some woman on Twitter. Uh, like yeah, she she was she was actually like I think she writes for the the New York Post. New York Post. She was a writer. Yeah, and she had just had it one day and was just like, "You fucking dumb idiots! Mm-hmm. Like, don't you realize what's going on here?" And like, like and it was about business closures and they're like, yeah. "New York Post is right of center," you know. And so, as I assume she is too, but like. Speaking of the Tulsi Gabbard thing, uh, right people, right-leaning people aren't wrong all the time, guys. Like, so, mm-hmm. like, get a fucking grip. Like, just because they're, they're <laughs> yeah. not, like, exactly what you want, uh, they may be telling the truth sometimes. And, like, mm-hmm. about lockdowns, like, about, like, outdoor dining, that's when she coined pajama class. Of, like, yeah. they don't have to worry about this shit. And she's in the pajama class. She's a fucking writer for the New York Post. And, like, god damn it. Like, it's so yeah. frustrating. And so, so, like, the, yeah, pajama class is people who... Are content with working from home because they still have their jobs and so they're drinking rose every night at 5 p.m. Stay as soon as they're home. off the You'll clock. Kill grandma. What are you doing? Yeah, gonna... I'm just gonna order Postmates every day. Didn't you Fuck hear you. that the cases are rising all across? Yeah, didn't you hear? So these people, the pajama class, are the ones who will be content and will say yes, queen, to fucking Nancy Pelosi, who's only gonna give us 600 bucks. And 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 again, like to the people who go, what about McConnell? We is said it, this on the last one. Isn't it possible that she might be a villain too? <laughs> yes. We've expected McConnell to be a villain. I, I've, he's been a villain in my life for 15 years. <laughs> and before <laughs> retarded Pelosi, it was John Boehner in her job, who was a total piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, like, I always hate to do the thing of, like, like, not you, but, like, to people that I talk to about this kind of stuff of, like, my age, of, like, I live through things you don't quite understand, like, yeah. like uh, of of just like, like McConnell is a fixture in my life. Uh, uh, Lindsey Graham, like these uh. people have been in my life, my whole adult life. Yeah. I know who they are. Pelosi was like Pelosi and Feinstein, who finally had to resign because she admitted she had dementia. Oh, Feinstein did resign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's big news. Well, I don't know if she officially has, but it, it's 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 it's. The dominoes are falling. Like it's, it's gonna happen. See ya. So Get out. so like and because it was because she, uh, you know it's interesting. Cause like you watch Pelosi talk and it, it is, it's insane. I mean like she mm-hmm. she's out of her fucking mind, but she has enough of her marbles there. But like the problem was like they had like the Amy Coney Barrett uh, thing, and Feinstein asked the same question twice. People were like, yeah. what the fuck's going on? So like. And then I think some staffer of hers leaked, like, she's got She's problems. got dementia. I did, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, okay, so if you ended up unemployed and got on unemployment during the pandemic, for the first four months, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said actually before on the podcast, like, you had friends who, for the first time in their lives, had, had savings. savings. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. But then... It ran out, and, and they didn't renew it since May. Since May, so yeah, for uh, what was that? That's that's only like a few months, uh, from March to May, only a couple months, you guys. And let's be fucking real, like like the 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 vac- like this virus is gonna mutate. So like, w- yeah, I'm not seeing the point of the vaccine. I'm really not seeing it. Yeah, because it's like okay, so like okay, well, uh, inoculate the 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 very uh, vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems to be like every medical expert that is like into this vaccine is saying like oh you're still not gonna be able to get around people so i'm like what is like this should be the answer yeah but it's not like there are like it's already mutated in europe a few times it's like 
And because when it mutates, it's like this RNA vaccine is not going to do shit. So it's like, is it, would our leaders not offer assistance since May if they took it very seriously? Yeah, I, th I think the, the issue is that like our leaders are elites. Yeah. And they have every, so if they did get sick, they'd have the best care possible. If they don't get sick. And it's free. They still have their jobs. They have, like, government-paid health benefits for all of them. Government-paid health benefits. They still have their jobs. Their jobs are not going away because they run the country. Mm -hmm. uh, they have no connection to people like you and I. No connection to the people who work at the ports in San Pedro. Like, nope. no connection to anybody working class, anybody who's millennial or Gen Z, like, who works a fucking waiting job. They have no idea what it's like to be any of us because they've been in politics for so long. And like, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, again, like I'm not a, I'm not a Republican. I like, I, you know, this should be clear to you at this point if you listen to me for long. Yeah. And like, the but the average age of Democrats in the House is 75 years old. The average age of Republicans is 52. So what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, like you guys, like, like in terms of like what we call the ruling class, is it the person who's like a like barely a gen x person who saw economic hardship based on like reagan's fuck-ups and then had prosperity through clinton and then nafta and then they got fucked again it's like are those people that have a better awareness of what's going on or nancy pelosi who's fucking 80 and worth 114 million dollars <laughs> yeah yeah dude so like and like and again like to 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 this Tulsi thing and like also this fucking division about whatever and like like Josh Hawley and Bernie Sanders worked together to even get this six hundred dollars thing in, which it's a it's penance, but it'll help us buy a couch for a new apartment. <laughs> yeah. Right? And that was Bernie Sanders, who surprised me he actually stepped up with a Republican Josh Hawley. And they mm -hmm. were cool with each other and got something progressive done for people who are fucked right now. Yeah. Like, just stop it. Like, just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, Greg says he's allergic to the vaccine. Uh, a lot of people are going to anaphylactic shock. I, I've heard that this, like, a few different scary. things. That is scary. And you and Dalrith, I think, are in the same boat. He said, uh, I'm not taking it until I see the average effects. I need long-term study stuff. But on the bright side, um, uh, so, like, if it, if it is something, like, uh, that, like, look, guys, I mean, like, everybody who listens to this, we're not getting it till fucking August. Yeah. Like, they're, they're saying, like, late spring, We're early not summer. even in a priority no. bracket. No, so, like, but, like, they're saying for, even for our, our bracket, it wouldn't happen until late spring or, or uh, early summer. And, like, as we've known for the timeline of all this COVID shit, it'll be August at the, yeah. like, at the best. Yeah. And so we'll get a lot of test subjects to see what's going on. But anaphylaxis has been a fucking problem. Now so much so that they, they like now make you take the first dose and you have to hang out there for like an hour to see what happens. Why wouldn't they just like ask you for your allergies <laughs> and then give you the vaccine? And but that's what makes it freaky is it's not it, it it's it's an it's an RNA vaccine. Like this has not been done before. Oh, that's right. So it's like completely unpredictable. And so what like what this do. vaccine does was like it literally changes the proteins in your system to fight this particular virus which yeah. is scientifically fucking dope yeah but like that causing anaphylaxis in people is interesting and also mm -hmm. bell's palsy did you see that one too where a bunch of people are getting bell's palsy from it as well yeah i did see that so it's kind of like 
this new thing i'm just glad that yeah. like I, you know i know perry's super into it like i i i will probably get it like just like probably for my yeah. mother to be honest yeah, yeah, exactly like but i'm glad that i am very low on the list of uh, like necessary people, people to get yeah, it yeah. exactly we're not high risk so yeah that's fascinating to me so mrna is like the messenger part of your body from dna to dna there are these little pieces that bring information from one to the next it can bring i, I guess like the idea is that it's going to bring information that's injected into you to your dna so that it can produce whatever yep. is that the idea Yeah, like so like essentially like like very 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 simply and 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 perry uh uh Perry, like I think, like Perry's like probably the most scientific person in <laughs> yeah. like in this whole community. But like what I understand is like essentially what it like very layman version of what it does is like it changes, it doesn't change your DNA, but it like it, it it injects a code through which your body creates proteins to fight COVID nineteen. Yeah, like that's what it does. Yeah, and so fascinating. Yeah, really cool science. But we should fucking roll through all we have here. Yeah, we're already almost at an hour. Yeah, let's switch over to this. So the meat meatball is meatball at it again. Is back. And yeah, let, like so, let's pull up this thing here. And uh, what did he do this time? <laughs> Are you surprised? New York Governor Cuomo accused of sexual harassment by former advisor who alleges his behavior went on for years. So before I get into like what's important to me. Is I want you to look at this woman, uh, the, uh, the woman who's accusing him is uh, uh, Lindsay Boylan. Uh, so read her bio. Mom, progressive New Yorker fighting for a livable city, former state government official and urban planner, candidate for Manhattan borough president. So this isn't this isn't uh, Christine Blasey Ford. This is a progressive. Yeah. Who was accusing the son of a former mayor and governor, like like. Yeah. This, this is like a political dynasty that's in New York. So like, and this is a progressive woman, uh, uh, accusing this. This could anyone be more like? Of course, of like, governor nip, like nipple rings nipple definitely rings, yeah. definitely did it. So, but okay. So okay. Remember, like I know you deeply remember Kavanaugh. Oh uh, yes, yes. Trump yes, yes. and the pussy tape. Believe all women. Everything's rape. Let's read the comments on MSNBC. Yep. Uh, the timing. Russia hacks the federal government. The administration is the first crew to receive vaccine. The electoral vote on Monday. Dot, dot, dot. Come on. Even though Mr. Andrew Cuomo is not my governor, he is a gentleman with integrity. So I don't believe at all any lies against him. He cares for people and he has been showing respect for everyone's lives. And this is... Catherine. Catherine. Okay, so it's a woman. Okay. If this was going on for years, why is she waiting until he's being considered for AG position to bring it up? Okay, let's keep going. Another woman, Lori, Lori Williams, I guess, says most women should speak out after day one. I'd shine a big old spotlight on this to see what bugs crawl out of her and her story, just like what happened with Tara Reid. Yeah, let's keep going. Another woman, I'll march and support folks who are harassed or discriminated against. Although there's probably excellent reasons, I struggle with allegations that happened years ago that are just now reported. Uh, I'm not saying I don't believe the accusation. Christina Blasey Ford was 40 fucking years ago. Yeah. And you all were apoplectic about it. Yeah, you fucking her dumb hashtags. Cunt. So Gwen's hashtags in her her display name are hashtag BLM, hashtag I'm with Joe and Kamala, hashtag Rock Army. All right, let's keep let's keep going. Super dumb. 
Uh, G. Callahan says, if she's going to accuse government Governor Cuomo of sexual harassment for years, she must provide evidence and name names of witnesses. Otherwise, it's just like what GOP Trump does when he makes baseless accusations. She put herself in this position. No one else did. Very weak. Not credible. So, uh, uh, Greg Good says, Lord. not uh, not the commenters calling Cuomo a supreme gentleman. Let's go ahead and put that in there. <laughs> supreme. Wow. I am so grateful <laughs> and feel uh, noticed as a fellow supreme <laughs> gentleman <laughs> like our great leader at Andrew Cuomo. There you go. New York Where Governor Cuomo. Go back, go back. Yeah, yeah. New York Gov Cuomo. Yeah. Proud this is great to be an american <laughs> american today <laughs> exclamation point a lot of them a lot of them i love this Hashtag, i'm i'm with him a democrat oh <laughs> <laughs> not bad right that's not bad all man. right is that's it, fantastic do i have any typos i don't think so right? no just post right, it. even if you did it'd be funny all right so like so uh, <laughs> believe all women unless it's not politically expedient, right? So, exactly. So yeah, like, yeah. you know, on the one hand, um, I uh, – and you, you know why this happened, right? So like they were considering him for AG, which we'll get into the Pete Buzzer thing mm -hmm. over this. Um, look, uh, I've not seen a stupider person on TV uh, for the last six months than Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, he's and a his, fucking and, dumbass. And his brother who he probably has sex with. Like, I mean, these are the – like, these are the dumbest people on TV. And so – you know whether or not it's true if this keeps him from having a position in the federal government like well in the presidency cabinet like yeah i'm all for it fine like so dude yeah. the fuck like, isn't the hypocrisy crazy it's absolutely insane yeah so like it's fucking so like, crazy. like dude, i'm and, a democrat and that's a that's, that's a deal like we have like we have like big d democrats in our life right yeah um like that we have to like endure listening to their yes. stupid fucking yes. things they say uh if they talk about sexual assault again i'm gonna just shut the fuck up shut yeah. up uh, it's not important no, to you as evidenced by this because it was one of your people that you liked so <laughs> who handled coronavirus worse than any other person in the country other than our right. governor and how many uh, people in in nursing homes died because of cuomo yeah there you go more than any other state and like and also like i was thinking about it today in the car actually where it's like cuomo would with his nipple rings would definitely sexually assault someone <laughs> Gavin Newsom would sexually assault, rape, and then kill them. Yeah, like, couldn't exactly. you kind of see that? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, there's no evidence because the person's dead. Right. So anyway, that's that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, oh my god. We already got Steve. Um, so I've been playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. People are fucking mad about that game. They are. I saw. I saw a post of a dude who posted, I think, on the subreddit, and he was like. I took off two weeks of work for this, two weeks unpaid from work so I could play this game and I'm just crying. I am so disappointed. It's like, oh man. I gotta fix my thing, hang on. Your thing? Oh, Jordan's taken to wearing uh, hair ties Well, cause now. you see why, guys. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, it's like, this is crazy. <laughs> I could do the same, but, but I, I choose I, not to cause I'm a real man. Who doesn't need a man bun, you know? Wow, you're gonna insult my masculinity, <laughs> I see. Um, I no, was, I actually am going to start wearing headbands. See, this is what I should have done before. I had too much of the back hairs in it, and it looked stupid. 
That looks great, Bones. Um, I think you look fantastic. But it is like, like... Are you using a rubber band? No, it's a... Uh, no. It oh, would thank pull God. your hair because, yeah. No, I, I got actual hair ties. Thank goodness. I have not... Okay. I've not felt this feminine in my gay life, and I'm loving it. I'm so glad. Because... because we like, started painting our nails. I, mine are still not painted because mm-hmm. I've just been too lazy, but... Because... I don't care about what people think. Like I yeah. already, I already didn't before the pandemic. Afterwards, I'm like, I, I don't give a shit. Like yeah. if I like, I used to like stumble out of the house in sweatpants and like be all hungover and like walking the dog and and being like, oh god, like everyone's looking at me. They're going to work now. I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, fuck it. I smell like shit. I don't, I don't fucking care. Like, I've uh, worn the same pair of sweatpants uh-huh. for three days in a row. Yeah. So yeah, fuck it. I also like yesterday. I wore those sweatpants all day. And I just wore a baggy sweater all day. I did not change out of those clothes. Mm-hmm. I showered and I did not even change clothes. Why would because you? Because who fucking cares? who cares? I'm home all day. It doesn't matter. It's not like I'm st- not like I'm doing like hard labor in any of my clothes that I need to wash them immediately. Uh, yeah. Craig. The limp wristed fear in Sean's voice when he thought Jordan was gonna tie his hair with the rubber band. I'm not. I'm not. The li- <laughs> I'm not that stupid. Like I I know that fucking hurts. Like even, even putting like because like I like I'm not a very hairy person. Like I don't have chest hair at all. Uh, but like I do have like hair on my hands. And like even putting rubber band on my hand will pull it the hair. It pulls out your arm hair. It's painful. Yeah. I can't do it. So um, yeah. No. I got a I got a whole pack of. I love that you, you did that. I want to get some um, I want to get some uh, headbands. Oh. Maybe There's I'll also, try this. I'll try it right now. Yeah. See, um, what color is my hair? Brown. But I was like, I was like, I'm Brown. doing this right now because I'm tired of wearing hats because I feel like like I need to do something more fashionable. And it actually ties into cyberpunk because everyone's a fucking samurai and they all have their hair like this. Hell yeah. Brother. And so like, I feel like I'm kind of in the moment. But for that game, it's not finished. It's broken. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> it's broken as fuck. It's yeah. broken. I'm I, I'm guessing I'm about 30, 30% into the story because I've been like doing a lot of side missions and stuff. Yeah. But the issues people are complaining about aren't the real issues. <laughs> it actually looks it looks not bad. No, my hair is just not. It's too, I think yours is like more even than mine. My top part of my hair was so long that it's easy for me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this out. I feel weirdly powerful and manly doing it. It's, it's, it's yeah, it is a power move. It's mm-hmm. like, look, I'm confident. I'm confident enough to wear my hair back in a ponytail. But in a bun. If, if it was like a, but if it was a man. Man bun, it would be too much. But anyway, mm-hmm. so, sorry. Um, <laughs> I love when people get into, like, burping fits and they're trying to get out a sentence. Mm-hmm. It happens so often to people. It happens me too, to me, but, like, I think, more often But than it's not. like, people, <laughs> they, they still try to get out the sentence, and I'm like, just, all I right, think all I right. think this sphincter here <laughs> for me, like, in that part of my esophagus is, like, yeah. not the best. That's a sphincter I have not seen. Uh, That's an inch of your body I have not explored. Tom says, now you can uh, live the life of us old retired farts. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure what that's a reference to. But I, no, oh, the going outside and uh, like looking like shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, agreed. And uh, Tom, you're living your best life. And I'm glad that uh, because uh, the government made me retired, uh, you know, I might as uh, the government made me retarded. So like now <laughs> I can go outside and do whatever I want. Um, so uh, cyberpunk. Yeah. So like. It's interesting because, like, what people are mad about, like, so the bugs are the big issue, right? Like, everyone's like, the bugs, the bugs, the bugs. Um, I'm not, like, so I'm running the game on, uh, like, I I wish I had a way to turn around the camera. But, like, on a MacBook Pro where, like, I have it maxed out for what I do for work, which is music production, which Mm -hmm. you need RAM. You don't need a graphics card. So my graphics card is, like, second 
tiny second up from the bottom tier of the graphics card. Yeah. But I think the game's running all right for me because I have 32 gigs of RAM. Which <laughs> I think is insane. Which no one needs. I just, I figured <laughs> I would like, I wanted to own the computer for 10 years without it causing me a problem. And I think you'll have it for 10 years I do without too, a problem. Because like I maxed it out to a point that doesn't even make sense for, for software. Um, <laughs> But for music production, it's great. I, I can run like fucking giant sample programs, and like, and I get no latency issues or any problems. Yeah. But I think that it's taking the labor off of my graphics card, and the game runs. What's crazy to me is on on this MacBook Pro that has like a the fan a fan the size of a fucking cat's asshole, is running the game better than it looks on consoles. Yeah. Which is that's the big fucking problem is that like it looks like dog shit on consoles. <laughs> It looks like what I expected it to look like on mine, uh, yeah. which is like I, I know I have to scale everything down for my for my system. And like, keep in mind too, this runs on like like shit on consoles, and I'm running a fucking MacBook that I boot into Windows yeah. to play video games. Yes. So this game was not ready to be put out, and but f- fortunately for me, I had no expectations of what it was supposed to be or what I was looking forward to. I was just kind of like, oh, this game's finally out. I'm gonna play it now. And so, like, I'm enjoying the story. The combat's fucking shitty. The biggest fucking problem with the whole game is the AI. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, you know that I disappeared for four months playing Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> yes. Like, I got obsessed with that game. Yeah. And the AI... I was beginning to wonder if you broke up with me and I just forgot. Yeah, well, I, I was dating <laughs> Arthur Morgan for four months. Um, so that, that, game, that game, though, what was amazing about it was, like, you know, you would... Uh, you know, there's a wagon coming down the way and someone's driving the wagon... You got in the way, they'd be like, you know, get the fuck out of the way. And then you could, like, not move, and they'd start to get more and more aggressive. Or you could just be like, hey, fuck off, and they'd come off and try to shoot you. Yeah. Like, so there was interaction with the NPCs. In Cyberpunk, <laughs> you get hit by a car all the time, by the way, because it, it's only in first person. So, you like, when you're crossing streets, you can't see cars uh, anywhere. It also makes the stealth in the game useless. I mean, there's no stealth. It's like, literally, I've just become yeah. samurai sword, uh, fuck everybody up when I have to deal with them kind of person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so you can't see cars, but like when the cars run over you and you draw your gun on them, they're just like, (laughs) unbelievable. There's just no response. And the other part of it too. So like, you know, Grand Theft Auto, uh, all these things like with cops. So like you'll shoot a civilian in the head, right? Horrible Mm -hmm. thing to do in the game should have massive impact on your gameplay. Like, you know, with Red Dead Redemption two, it was honor, like, which would affect the entire game for you. Um, the cops just spawn out of fucking nowhere. They're just there in like 0.5 seconds and shooting you in the face. And then you run two blocks and then you're out of the, it's over. You're you're not dealing with it anymore. But people saying that the game wasn't worth the money on consoles, you should look for a refund. It looks like shit. Yeah. But if you can play it well enough, the story so far is interesting enough to where it's worth 60 bucks to me. Like I, 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 I have gotten more entertainment out of this than, like, let's say I, I rent a movie on Amazon for uh, $4, right? I've now played 30 hours of the game, so that's now, like, $120. Four, yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, you know, I, it's paid for itself. Carry the easily. one. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know me with yeah. math. I'm a retard on that. So, but, but, uh, but yeah, like, I, I, I don't. I don't, and I, to me, the bugs are just, they're just funny. They make me laugh because they're just yeah. so absurd sometimes. But what's weird about watching it was like, it's almost like they didn't focus on the elements that were important to making art, like an RPG. And so 
like I've heard The Witcher is really great and like has RPG elements that are well executed, these mm-hmm. kinds of things, which is the other game they made before, uh, uh, CD Projekt Red made before uh, Cyberpunk. But it's like they focused on making the world enormous, uh, which is cool, but it's so much of it is like not even explorable because it, it's fucking hard to drive vehicles to actually explore it. And so it's like, why don't you just make the world smaller, focus on like these RPG elements first, mm-hmm. like in executing like the character thing, and then build the world out if you could in time. And they just didn't. They just picked they the wrong up. timing to do things. And yeah. And uh, it, but the you know the fun part for me is it's like <clears throat> with Steam, I spent sixty bucks on this game. You know, when I decide to play it again when it's all fixed, I'll probably have a better system to play it on. Yeah. And we'll just enjoy it again as like a girl or something. Yeah. Um, so like you know, Sean helped me design my character. We're a we're a uh, male with a massive uncircumcised cock. A big uncut hog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he looks like you. He's got the same hair. He mostly looks like yeah. He looks pretty close to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we did a pretty good job on that. And and the body tattoos we picked kind of look like mine too. They're yeah. very yeah. They're mm-hmm. Americana. You know. Uh, the Witcher is great, except for that two-sword combat and the heal mechanics. Oh, Dal- Dalrys. <laughs> Says Dalrys. Yeah, I've He's never played He's also a fellow it. Red Dead player. I'm so glad that we have a gaming community. We want to get back into we games will. on this So, channel. like, when we do this, like, I, I was telling Sean, and, and, like, don't hold your breath, but, like, because it's money. Like, it's the problem. Yes. But, but yeah. so, like, if, if I can plan this room out well enough, I would love to, like, so, like, my camera right now, like, so I'm looking up at the TV, which is, like, my monitor, uh, which it'll still be there for, like, this new place. But if we can get a third camera to where we can have it here again, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do like a gaming channel. I would love that. Yeah, I uh, would really. Love it would that. be really fun. It, like, but it, it won't be this channel. It will probably do like a separate one. So people like Dab okay. won't have to wade into our political discussions <laughs> to find uh, Animal Crossing content. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, but so yeah, that's that. Like, um, me... we got to talk about uh, Mayor Cheat. Mayor Pete. Yeah. Uh, he is the. He's going to be the new Secretary of Transportation. You know who had a really good take on this huh. is Ben Mora. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he bad. said, come on, Joe. It's 2020. Stop making a gay person secretary. And he's right. Mayor Pete being a gay man, it's homophobic that he is. <laughs> what was, that he's being appointed secretary. What was funny to me is like, you know, Queerty like that. that Queerty, yes. They had, a, they had a tweet today that was like, first openly gay cabinet member of all time. And you're like. Richard Grinnell. Trump did this already. Yeah. This it, already happened. He's second. Second. He's a second openly gay. And Richard Grinnell was in a more important position than Pete. Because, like, yeah. when I was first hearing about that Pete was going to go, going to get appointed, it was like, first it was veteran services. And I was like, I was comfortable with that. I was like, yeah. That's, that he, makes sense. He is a veteran, like, who yeah. should be in that. And then it was ambassador to China. And I was like, the mayor of a town that nobody heard of before. <laughs> like, he's going to fucking talk to Xi? Like, Get the fuck out of here. Like, are you serious? Like, th- like, what the fuck? Like, especially somebody who, like, Xi, who I believe, like, you know, Xi, Xi Jinping, uh, the uh, sup- Our glorious Supreme leader. Gentleman of Our China. Our future glorious leader. The Supreme Gentleman of China yes. is, uh, is very much, I can tell, an art of war person where it's like, yeah. make your enemy irritated until they act like a fool. And then you'll be able to move in around by manipulating everybody else who is mad at the fool. Like that's yeah. essentially what the art of war is, and he does it all the time. He's great at it. I hate him, but he's good at this particular thing. Pete is probably the best example of somebody who talks a lot but doesn't say a fucking thing. <laughs> and nothing. so, do you think like Xi Jinping 
would let that person, like, let Mayor Pete get anything crossed. Not to mention, no. the Chinese hate gay people. Like, <laughs> it, like they, they, they are, like, they are not, like, we, we've talked about it, and we'll, we'll, we probably could devote another episode to it. Like, Asians, you think America's racist? You have no idea. <laughs> like, a, like, just look into Asia. Like, look, look into how Japan, China looks at the Philippines yeah. and Thailand. See how they treat lesser, I'm putting quotes around that, lesser Asian population. Not to mention, they have fucking concentration camps in yeah. China. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. So, Mer- like, when he, they were saying ambassador to China, I was like, get the fuck out of here, you serious? So, now, uh, Pete is the head of, you know, the short bus committee. So, like, I, I, I don't... <laughs> sure. I, I I don't. Did you see uh, how his? So he has like virtually zero record on transportation. But did you see the one part of his record the that black does kid? exist? The kid who got killed at a traffic stop that he removed yes. the lights from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then said that the kid should have looked both ways before he crossed the street was his only explanation as to why the kid died. When and, a year before Mayor Pete is the one who decided to remove that traffic stop. And by the way, just to sh- just to show how ineffective Mayor Pete is, when I was the fifth grade class president elementary school fifth grade class president i lobbied to get a traffic light put in after a kid got hit crossing the street near the elementary school yeah and i got it to go through you got it and i was 11 years old 10 i was 10 years old yeah you have a bigger record i have of more of a record transportation. of transportation than mayor pete does yes <laughs> like and so is it could it be any i was a crossing guard it, I was a, a safety guard, a safety and crossing guard at my elementary school. I have a better record than he does. Right. I, I wore like a, a sash for like half a semester. That's I still, gave it up. That's but still a good amount. And you're very responsible. So I'm sure you did a very good job. I was like, it, it made it so that I was like hall monitor. I was like safety guard. So if anybody was like running or anything, like I had a whistle. So I was a cop. I was a cop. You know, I have more experience than cops do. Right. Um, but also like crossing guard stuff, like just immediate crosswalks, like right from the school across tiny little little right. streets. But still, right. So <laughs> I'm more of a transportation secretary. Than I know, Mayor and, Pete. And, and Greg lives in Indiana, so like he probably knows like how tiny South Bend is. He just said yeah. South Bend. Uh, uh, no offense, Greg. Indiana is so inconsequential that Parks and Rec was literally the show. Parks and Rec was designed to make fun of how inconsequential Indiana is. Yeah, like and so <laughs> it's just like. Could it be any more clear that what we all suspected, which was that he he held out and like the shadow mm-hmm. app and all the shit was like a construct of his probably CIA roots. Yeah. Was was definitely something that was executed to construct a favor for him. Is it any more clear? He is so unqualified to serve in a presidential key, like Yeah. Like he's Nothing. not been a senator. He he's not done anything anything Mm -hmm. like and and like you know obama got shit for being a junior junior senator and like like he's not qualified to do this pete like i've not seen anything like this before like i I, i've seen governors get in where i'm like oh that's governor's not quite a fucking mayor of a town that none of us have heard of and he's in biden's cabinet right exactly it's crazy (laughs) like it's absolutely crazy and like as a gay person i just hate that he is who white straight women largely will be like, aren't you glad that Mayor Pete They're brunch Democrats. Brunch Democrats will tell class. us to be happy. They'll that eat brunch Mayor in their Pete... pajamas, yeah. Yeah. 
brunch democrats will tell us to be happy that mayor pete is now the secretary of transportation i hate him so much i wonder if he'll wear like like brown tweed skirts to work now since he's a secretary if he did i actually would think it'd make more interesting (laughs) he he is like literally a bag full of toenails like i mean like it just could not be any less interesting like like, do you want to open yeah. the bag and see the toenails? Like, no, I don't want to see them. Like, they're gross. Like, there's, yeah. some people, there's people's toenails. They like, smell. They smell probably. Like, I don't know if they do. The people might have showered. But, like, I'm not I'm not curious enough to open the bag. That's Pete Buttigieg. That's who he is. Yeah. And, like, with his equally as milk toast husband, <laughs> like, they are just the worst. Who he has chained in his basement. Like, if Nina Turner was a dyke. I would be so into it. By the way, she's she's running for Congress. Yeah. She is. I'm so excited for, for her. Fudge's seat. Yeah. So I'm glad for she. Fudge. I'm 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 glad she announced it. And like, but like, dude, if there was like a gay male equivalent of Nina Turner, and it was Pete, I would be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Get but him in. He is, what I think, he, like, is the algorithm version of what a gay person is supposed to be in politics, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because, like especially when it's in the Democratic Party, right? So we have two options as gay people. We watch Hollywood media where every gay is like, hello, like they have to be like hilarious and over the top and gay. Like every- Carson Kressley's of the world. Or, you know, Harvey Firestein, like they all have to be like, where's my medicine? Like it has to like always be that person in media. Or it's in politics as Pete Buttigieg where there's no discernible opinion that would have been formed by the fact that you grew up gay there's not there's not like nothing nothing Mm. about it like and like if you grew up gay and were in politics like you would probably see that tulsi gabbard's bill makes sense like that that's kind of where you would go but if you're a total like robot of the democratic establishment then you are pete Buttigieg, which it's like them because they're so out of touch and 80 and worth 100 million dollars it's like Here's your faggot. Enjoy this faggot <laughs> Enjoy on TV this now. Faggot. This will be the one that you'll enjoy. You'll love Here's him. Here's your faggot. You'll yeah. love him. You'll love him so much. He's going to be the best with his weird rat face. Like that's mm. who you're going to love. And his you'll his boyfriend Chastin puts oh everything on silver plated platters. Like his decorations when we have dinner at his house. You should see the cocktails, sweetheart. Oh my god, it has muddled mint. It's going to be the best cocktail you ever had. So, <laughs> I hate it yes i totally agree we have two more things to talk all right let's run through them uh we got to talk about tom cruise we got to talk about jimmy door let's do uh uh, jimmy door first yeah i adore what he's doing right now jimmy door yes so jimmy door is basically forcing aoc into not being a person that thinks through which she can portray herself as a working progressive for working people that elected her to have this job by posting about how much she cares on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now she actually has to act. And yes. like so much, like this has caught so much steam that she actually responded to it in the dumbest fucking way. So if you guys don't know, what Jimmy Dore's done is said that like, you know, Ilhan Omar, Omar, uh, Ayanna Presley, uh, all, all the all the squad. Like, and there's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's now Cori Bush, there's Jamal Bowman, there's all these people. They have enough votes to not approve nancy pelosi to be speaker of the house again right right and so progressives finally have the power to get what they want in order to elect 80 year old 114 million dollar nancy pelosi to become the most powerful person in the democratic party yeah other than you know joe 80 year old dementia biden (laughs) so so uh, but they're not going to do it i know they're not going to do it 
and he knows it. He knows it. Of like, and and I think what I love about him, and like, again, uh, to the beginning of this, where there's things that Republicans talk about, don't dismiss. Like, there are plenty of sh- like there are tons of things I don't dis- I, I don't agree with Jimmy Dore on. Like, Medicare mm-hmm. for all, I don't think is a very fe- like feasible thing now. It may be in the future, but I think holding people hostage with an extreme thing like it will make progress happen. So I'm all for this. Yes. Uh, so what did he do? What did he do? So what he said was like, so he's now created this campaign that's gone viral where it's like, if you guys don't like, if essentially what he's put the, like all these people in the corner of is like, if you don't like threaten to veto Nancy Pelosi's reassignment to this position, uh, you're not progressives anymore. Like you are just part of the democratic establishment. So he said, you can withhold your vote. You should withhold your vote if Nancy Pelosi does not agree to Medicare for all to Medicare simple. for all very simple that's what it is yes so or like, or like not not agreeing to like bring it to the floor to vote and he knows mm-hmm. that it'll probably lose like he said he yeah. said that but he's like the majority of the American public wants it so yeah. it's like these people are not representing us so like if you guys are truly progressive and like people of the people prove it prove mm-hmm. it and she won't. I know she fucking won't. And so AOC responded to him and is, is saying, like, you don't know how it works. That's exactly what it was. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Super embarrassing. But Jimmy Dore is doing the right thing by pre- putting pressure on these politicians because he's in a position of influence. And doesn't and like and, and is in the like in the great position of influence, kind of like how I would hope public figures to be. Of he doesn't care if he talks to AOC over his show anymore. Doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if you like me. I, I do not care. You are here to serve us. Yeah. You're here to serve us. Like, that, that's what you're a public servant. That's what you are. And so, like, because, like, how many years have I been saying that I think that she is, like, central casting uh, politician? <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's a fucking real person. I really don't. Yeah. And, like, it, like, anytime she proposes something progressive, like, and w- which is why I love he's framed it this way, is it's like she, she pillories the whole argument with identity politics. It's like... You know, we're in a pandemic. Uh, people need, you're shutting down their businesses. They need money. Like, I'm watching my neighborhood struggle. And uh, Brussels sprouts are racist. And you're like, oh my God, God damn it, you yeah. stupid bitch. Like, <laughs> just stick with what will actually be popular with American people. And then they'll become, the country will become progressive. But you guys can't fucking do it. You can't mm-hmm. do it. And so, like, I, like, even though, like, I, I don't agree with everything on Jimmy Dore, with Jimmy Dore politically, to see him really just fucking holding them hostage like like and seeing that like this is more effective than what msnbc has the influence of doing or fox news or whatever else it's interesting to watch and and i think that she's going to reveal herself as what i expect to be a fucking fraud Mm -hmm. so that's that anyway that's that let's talk about tom cruise yeah so uh our last thing so tom cruise had a uh, uh um what i suspected to be but like when I like when I saw the headlines, it was hard to find the fucking actual recording because it's just all commentary or articles just explaining the explaining the the, the tirade. Right. So Tom Cruise um, is working on the seventh Mission Impossible movie. Um, Good lord. Right, and I would I would say that dismissively if I didn't if if I wasn't a fucking total homosexual for these movies. <laughs> I, I love them are. so much. <laughs> I love that tiny psychopath a lot, and 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 sincerely, what it is is that like. He knows what he is and isn't. He he he's done characters before. Like I've showed you Collateral, right? Where he played no, the villain. No, we've never seen Collateral. With Jamie Foxx. You never we saw never it? watched it. Oh, we might have to tonight. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he like it's it's the only movie Good that Lord. I could, like. There's a handful of movies like uh, I was talking about Magnolia, where he plays like a character. 
And like he has a range of certain characters he can play that aren't just Tom Cruise. Yeah. But Mission Impossible is just Tom Cruise at his best. Being just Tom being Cruise, Tom Cruise. Yeah. But he is somebody who is so wealthy and so important to the franchise that the insurance policy was so high, he just started paying to make them. Like that's mm-hmm. what he started doing. Yeah. So uh, like so this production got shut down once in the beginning of the pandemic because it was starting to fuck everything up. And then he started this rant we're about to play where it seemed like he was going to go full Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. But just, I'm going to, like, let's not talk about, like, just let it, let it play. Let it play. Yeah. And I want to see what you guys think. All right. Here we go. Now. Boop. <laughs> I hate that. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every The video's not related. Just, right yeah, video's not related. Producers! And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever! And if you don't do it, you're fired. And if I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it! And you too! And you too! And you! Don't you ever do it again! That's it! No apologies! You can tell it to the people that are losing their home because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. So uh, uh, Greg was saying that he couldn't quite understand him. So like, I actually, I, I realized I didn't set it up very well. So what he's mad about was that people were breaking like COVID uh, regulations on, on the set, mm. right? And keep in mind, this movie's like already been, like it's already been shut down like over these these kinds of things. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we just got a yeah, couple no, of people. I'll, I'll explain. So like what's wild about it is like, it starts out sounding like Christian Bale, where it's like just this fucking wild tirade of this, super rich you know privileged person ranting about you know the movie being shut down and all this but then quickly he goes into thousands of people like hundreds of people lose their jobs over this like mm-hmm. and he and he made the comment he said this, this is exact words of like 
like people will lose their houses if they can't work on this movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's hard to sleep with at night is what yeah. he says. And it's never about him. It's never. Right. And keep in mind, his production company pays for these movies. It's not about him. It was literally about the people who work on the movie mm-hmm. that are like making a living while all this shit is destroying the industry every day. Yeah. I worked on a film set not too long ago and it was, look, like we were filming outside and of course I was like, God, this is so silly. I have to wear a mask all day. But like, it's the easiest thing in the world to just wear a mask and not like get too close to other people. Right. It's really not hard. And also it was so cool to see like the, because this was a a small thing, which you're also working on, but Mm -hmm. like it was a small thing that like to see everybody come together to want to do this. um, And to do the right thing. To do the right thing, to wear a mask all day, to like keep their distance uh, unless they're on screen when they would take it and off. So, and so probably who, who he was yelling at, and we'll probably find out eventually, was probably like some assistant to like the cinematographer who makes mm-hmm. like, you know, $250,000 a year that yeah. has no concern about the people who are like doing catering and like doing and makeup. And gaffers and, and grips and, and, like, and wardrobe and makeup. Yeah, like Which is said. like who, oddly, tiny psychopath Tom Cruise was defending yeah. even though he's worth more money than God. So yes. like- we can kind of take an example from Tom Cruise in that. Yeah. Gaffers and grips are the ones who are paying their college education. They're the ones who are like trying to pay rent. They're th- This is their only job. And him to say like, like when you're in those fits of rage like that, it's hard to articulate yourself in a way that isn't embarrassing. Yeah. And for him to say that it's hard for me to sleep at night thinking about these things. Yes. Tom Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. It was if Tom Tom Cruise can do it. You can too. Public opinion is like, oh, what a fucking asshole. But like, I'm I listen to I'm it. I'm with him. No. Yeah. And like, there's not really. Yeah, that was that was wild. Like a wild like for a man who is completely unself aware. I mean, watch the Matt Lauer interview where he's talking about like, you know, people don't need psychiatric drugs and and jumping on Oprah's couch. Like this person has not been self-aware for most of their life. Scientology, like all the shit you guys know. This was like probably the most self-aware I've ever heard Tom Cruise in my entire Mm -hmm. life. And it was epic. Yeah. We could say like eat the rich, but Tom Cruise is the one funding this whole production, which gives them the jobs, which pays them. I mean, so it's like like, people like, you know, he would never say this in public because like a PR stuff, but like it's kind of interesting at least because like imagine if rich people talked like this to the people that weren't mm. you know just like i i like you know tom cruise is super rich like individually right like liquid cash he probably has like probably close to a billion dollars at this point but it's like he uses that money to fund a production company that employs a lot of people like you and i mm-hmm. so yeah it yeah anyway like it, I, I just wanted to play just because like the the online take was like what an asshole and then i was like nope Mm-mm. Yeah, that's not the case. Yeah, and Perry says shockingly based. Indeed. For, <laughs> yeah, exactly. For Tom fucking Cruise. I mean, get the fuck out of here. I mean, like, that is so bizarre to hear that from him. Agreed. So, anyway, yeah. that's about all I got. Yeah, so a reminder for next week, we will not be here in, we will not be here live in person. Uh, we'll be premiering our first, first ep- ever the episode, episode. The last episode that we currently have privated. So mm-hmm. you guys will see that uh, if you haven't already when it was still up. Because uh, we are moving. We're moving into a new space. So the next time you see us live together, we will be in a new space. So the 
best case scenario is January 6th. Yes. Uh, but I don't think that's likely. Uh, mm-hmm. I wrote that tweet. So, like, you kind of see, like, I was already giving my, my hesitance about it. Because, like, I'm an am- amateur handyman. So, like, I have things I'm able to do to kind of, like, make it look right. But the walls are very white. Um, yeah. There, it, it's it. Well, it, but we don't really have curtains. Like, there are investments and costs and uh, yeah so, echoes that may that you may hear so like stuff like that so like it would just to all of you it may it don't be shocked if it might take us the first three weeks of january to yeah figure this out so we will keep you guys in the loop regardless mm-hmm, of course uh but we love you all thank you for thanks for the support thank you for like this. yeah like thank you for like I, I know some of you are further left than me some of you are further uh, no, I, think, I think I'm probably more right than most <laughs> of you which is kind of wild too like of you guys see the value in people being able to talk like this I'm yeah. not saying that we're saying anything more interesting than the average person it's just that, like you care about what we have to say and I'm very grateful for that and uh, I love you all and yeah. have a very Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Yes. See you guys next time. See you. Love you. Yep.